Welcome back to Cognac and Conspiracies. I'm Taylor. And I'm Jade. Hi. And we are back for another episode. I have a true crime one for you guys today. Mm, okay. Another black serial killer. You guys like those. Yeah. Yeah, so I figured I was going to talk about, and it has like a really interesting end, so that's why I picked this one too. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right, so this week we're going to talk about Khalil Wheeler Weaver. Have you ever heard of him? No. It's actually interesting because it really is a misconception that, that there are no black serial killers. I feel like the longer we do it, like they just keep like coming out the woodwork. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. They really do. So, and this one is like recent. These uh, murders took place in 2016. What? Mm-hmm. He was only about 20 years old at the time. So. You said what? You said what year did you say? 2016. What? Mm-hmm. Because he was on the date naps and shit, girl. Snatching people up. Oh, this, this is, is very recent. This is very it's recent. Like I'm kind of shocked. Because I really, mm-hmm. I, I like talking about, like, oh, have you heard of this? I've never heard of this. I hadn't either. But I was doing like, you know, you'd be trying yeah. to find stuff to do. All right. So Khalil Weaver Wheeler was a 20-year-old at the time of these murders. Um, I tried to find more about his early life, but there's not much about his early life i think he, it was pretty generic like mm-hmm. unlike a lot of the serial killers we see where it's like uh they had a troubled childhood mm-hmm. my mom was a prostitute all that type of stuff there was none of that in here for them for him of course um it says on usa today that he grew up in a comfortable home in a kind of a suburban neighborhood in orange new jersey i don't know where orange is but if you're from jersey you might know where orange is but just like a little comfortable run-of-the-mill town went to school parents normal everything normal Mm -hmm. no reason why he had turned out the way he did other than the fact that he's a fucking loser like that's what no seriously no seriously because he's like this nigga was like an incel like so he he's developed like this dislike or this hatred for women and he said, I don't know, basically just from what I gathered, only because like from getting rejected, mm-hmm. you know, like I guess um, girls didn't like him or the girl he wanted to like him didn't like mm-hmm. him. I'm sure he's, he's not a bad looking guy. Um, I'll show you a picture of him. He's not bad looking, yeah. um, but here, there he is. Okay, yeah, so he really is not bad looking yeah. at all. You can kind of see the crazy in his eyes though. I feel like, you know, you like... Sometimes you really can see the crazy in people's eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, he definitely has that going for him. Yeah. But besides that, I mean, he definitely looks perfectly normal. Yeah, he looks fine. He could get a girlfriend if he wanted one. But I guess he was feeling like he was getting rejected. And then also he would get upset. What he would tell people is that he would get upset because he felt like women only wanted him if he paid for stuff or like gave them money or things like that. But the crazy part is like that's literally what he would lead with. Like he would get on the dating apps and offer girls money for this money for sex money for you know i'll pay for yeah we'll get there i'll pay for this i'll pay for that i'll pay for sex and then he would get mad i guess feeling like oh this is the only way i can get a girl to talk to me is if i try if i offer to pay some type of monetary value and it's like but sir your mind that's not true you know what i'm saying like you are the one leading with that so 
a lot of people, if you offer it, they're going to take it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like that's kind of the thing is, like, when you put it out there, you do attract. Because, like, all those dating apps definitely have people looking for sugar daddies to be kept. What is it? To be kept. It's not everybody. But if you put it out there, even someone who probably was not even looking for that situation would say, well, I'm dating anyways. Mm -hmm. Um, Why would I date for free when Mm -hmm. I can date for money? So I feel Mm -hmm. like, of course, like, I feel like he got a lot of hits, too. I feel like when you put that out there, you probably get hits and hits and hits. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't had like guy friends say that like dating profiles are different for men. I feel like as a woman, can relate, can relate. So I feel like as a woman, like I don't know, you could have like a hamburger as a profile picture, <laughs> and people are still gonna try to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have like talked to guys before. They're like, yeah, like I don't get as many matches as you would like think, mm-hmm. or as many like hits or whatever on the dating site. Mm-hmm. So I get that, but I think that like it's rough for everybody. So I feel like he might have like originally had a regular page, but then when he was like, I'm generous, I like to spend money, everybody was like, oh, I like to take money. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And then in true, you know, serial killer fashion, he would start dealing with women, like sex workers and things Mm -hmm. like that. But it's like, how are you going to deal with a sex worker and then be mad when she wants to get paid? What sense does that make? Are you as mad at that? Yeah, this is well, just all of it in general. Like he was just like, I guess he was just feeling resentful at the fact that he was having to deal with sex workers. Like, okay, I can't feeling resentful over the fact that I can't get a girl mm-hmm. to have sex with me. I have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Now I'm pissed. Type shit. Yeah, that's when it's time to do some like introspective work. <laughs> like when you realize that like every sexual interaction you've had like had to be paid for, it's, it's time to look inward. It's it's not really like you're paying for a service, you have to pay for it. So mm-hmm. Yeah. So all right. So the murders actually um began on August thirty first first thirty first thirty first in um twenty sixteen. His first victim was a woman by the name of Robin West. And at the time she was 19 years old. Um, She was, uh, they said a West Philadelphia native. And then she uh, came up to, from what I gather, came up to Orange, New Jersey to celebrate her 20th birthday. Mm. So she was going to do that. Um, So she had a, a good friend that she would kind of like, like do sex work with and hang out with. And they would kind of like keep, stick together try to keep each other safe like um hand each other off to like you know whatever person was wanting to pay for the service they would text call each other mm-hmm. and be like hey i'm at this house or this is this guy's license plate you know things of that nature they were really really good friends and that's what they would do together um she actually left home they said that she had like a problem i guess with authority and like kind of like left home at an early age and mm-hmm. you know fell into that type of life and things like that um so her and one of her friends on the night of August 31st were um, walking around, you know, trying to find a guy to pick them up to give them the services because they said at that point they had ran out of money and they were like sleeping in hotels, basically homeless. Mm-hmm. So it was coming like a little bit of a situation yeah. uh, that they needed some money. Um, and lo and behold, who pulls up but Khalil, Willa Weaver. Um, so... He pulls up, the friend asks which ones he wants, and he says he wants Robin West. So her friend actually, like I said, wrote down his license plate when she got in the car and was like, hey, text me when you get to like, you know, I guess she didn't know where they were going. He, she, he's like, I'm gonna take you somewhere or whatever. She's like, text me when you, where you are when you get there and, you know, text me when you get back or whatever. So uh, Khalil takes Robin to an abandoned building in Orange, New Jersey, uh, where he, pres- why make that face? 
Because that's like really wild that you also just know of random buildings. Well, like I guess just... if you're scouting out places to murder people, you would. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> if someone told me a random building, I'd be like, "You're a murderer." Like mm-hmm. you just scope out like abandoned buildings, but that's besides the point. Yeah. So he takes her to an abandoned building in New Jersey, and where he proceeds to rape her, strangle her, and uh, subsequently kill her. So, and that wasn't the end of it, right? So he kills her after, you know, raping her. And then he calls, there's, he calls the friend. Like, I guess the friend had texted her. He called the friend. On her phone? On her phone, right? So I guess the, the, they had been in communication, mm-hmm. like her and her friend had been in communication. Yeah. And so he knew that. So he called the friend on from her phone but he didn't say anything this guy was an idiot too because like sir cell towers technology yeah i'm like did he think he was gonna like mess up the timeline or something but she know. was like either way getting a random call with like no voice on it he like, just he was just breathing yeah like cell phones aren't attached to our wrist so if i went missing and you get a call at 10 45 at night it doesn't mean i'm still alive it just right. means that my cell phone was still on in power that doesn't right. really say anything so that's weird yeah so he just called and it might have been like he was in like a fit of rage or whatever mm. the fuck because he called her and she said that he was just on the phone she didn't know it was him at the time but someone was just on the phone breathing like heavy breathing she's like what the fuck and then he like hung up and she called back of course because yeah what the hell and he didn't answer nobody answered or anything like that so about 20 minutes after that this house goes up in flames whoosh done right so of course this is not it's an abandoned building but there is still a neighborhood yeah. there's still people yeah. so of course one of the neighbors calls 911 and is like hey um there's a fire a house on fire like it's an abandoned house and the house is on fire the police come out and the firefighters come out put the put the fire out and that's where they found the body of robin west in the house and they said she was so badly like burnt that it took them two weeks to identify her body because they had to do like dental records. Like there was no other way to oh identify the body. Um, I don't know what he thought he was going to accomplish with that. To me, that's very hot. Like you set a whole house on fire. Yeah, that like, like I feel like um, <laughs> what the f- not the brightest. Maybe he thought he was like, I don't know, like a movie supervillain or something. Because like the fact that he like called the friend breathing and then set the house on fire it's like giving Joker, but it's like also when he blew that hospital. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah. But you're just a regular, regular guy. It's like the police are gonna catch you. Like it's giving supervillain, but it's like it's not a movie. So this is now you've made this whole trail of like basically clues and stuff. So yes. it's like yes. all evidence. It's not very bright. And then get this: the whole time he was using his GPS on his phone to get around dumb so dumb. he used his yeah. gps to get there he goes there murders robin um you know sets the house on fire and then uses the gps on his phone to get dumb. back to his home dumb he's the dumbest he's the dumbest one of the dumbest criminals yeah that we've just, ever profiled just be, be doing shit because it's like i don't know so maybe it's just the confidence of men but <laughs> Like, I don't even think I have enough confidence in my intelligence to think I could pull off a murder. Mm. So it's like, you have to really have, like, the audacity to mm. really, like, do all this. You still use your GPS, but you really, really thought you were going to get away with it. It's like, there's, like, so many things he's already, like, fucked up with. Mm. Like... Yeah. So, as... 
police are, you know, trying to get a hold of this. Um, her body was actually found on September 1st. Um, so basically the very, I think it went, went into the morning. They found the body quickly because the house was on fire. Um, so they're over here with this case. At this point, police are thinking that this is an isolated incident, of course. Um, but on October 22nd, 2016, Joanne Brown, age 33, goes missing. Um, so... Joanne Brown was struggling with mental health issues, mm. homelessness. Um, I did see one report that said that she was actually institutionalized at some point. So she was dealing with like serious mental mm. health issues. Um, she was a sex worker as well. And she too um, had a friend, like I feel like they try to keep each other safe and things like that. She too had a friend. Um, and she, uh, Khalil uh, Wheeler, pulled up on her too solicited her for services uh i guess her friend like she couldn't find her phone but she proceeded to get into the car with him without her phone like she just was kind of like fuck it type mm -hmm. shit and was like okay he'll just bring me back to this spot like i'll see you in a second <sighs> it was just like mm. um but so she got into the car with him and then as they're going to like in a, another abandoned house she calls, he allows her to call her friend from his phone to say, yes, to say like, hey girl, like I'm good. We're on our way to the, to a house or whatever. Like I'll call you back on his phone when I'm done, I guess. Or when I want you to meet me back at the spot, I'll call you back on this phone number. It's giving shit. movie. Like again, bro, like, it's crazy. It's giving Marvel. <laughs> like this, like it's. Maybe he also watched a lot of the old movies and stuff mm -hmm. where like people were calling on pay phones or something. But like that doesn't that doesn't make any sense. And it's like I'm also curious. Well, you haven't gotten to it. Mm -hmm. I guess with the first murder, maybe they didn't like so they thought it was a one off. So maybe they didn't like immediately start looking for suspects. Mm -hmm. But at this point, it's kind of like how was he still running around? Like, I guess like nobody ever there was no there was no evidence. They just found a burnt body. I mean, they knew she had been murdered, but. But the friend had the license plate. Like, the friend never came forward and was like, oh, I okay. have yes. the license plate. Yes, she did. But the thing was, like, basically, as it was a running theme that basically, like, they got blown off. So, here, she they did. Actually, I'm glad you asked that. Let's run it back. <laughs> she he They questioned him because the friend did have That's And right. they got, and basically, they blew him off. So, they went to him, questioned him, mm -hmm. and he basically said that he took her to dinner that night. He, he admitted, like, yes, I picked her up. Because how can you deny it? The friend has a license plate. He said, yes, I picked her up. We went to dinner. And then he says he dropped her off at a different house that was like a few blocks down from where she, he murdered her. Uh -huh. And so the police were kind of just like, okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's not yeah. shocking. Like I, said, I mm -hmm. think it, I was wondering what the friend did. But it mm -hmm. does make sense because a lot of times when you are dealing with like, I want to say sex workers or even people who are just impoverished and people see mm -hmm. as at like the bottom of the food chain or like less desirable people. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of times the police have like no desire anyways to like solve it. So I feel like even though that's like a wild thing to say, but yeah, I was the last person to see her and I did drop her off about two and a half houses down mm -hmm. from where she, her body was found. They're like, okay, well go along son. Like yeah. that definitely does not shock me at all. Like, yeah. He was questioned twice actually before he actually got, apprehended so yeah the friend did you know once they found the body the friend did contact the police and say i know who did this it's mm -hmm. him but when they went to talk to him they kind of just took his word for it yeah. because they were like oh you know she's a sex worker she probably had was with multiple guys that night that type of thing so like oh maybe you didn't do it moving on that type of thing so back to joanna brown so she he allows her joanna brown 33 
He allows her to call the friend from the car and then proceeds to take her to a different abandoned house where he proceeded to do his same MO, rape, a strangle, and murder her and left her body as well in the abandoned house. He didn't set it on fire this time. I guess he realized that was not a good thing. A <laughs> um, so this one actually took a little bit of time to find because you know, there wasn't all this attention. So she went, she was last seen alive on October 22nd and they didn't find her body until December 5th. And mm. the people who found her body were actually like contractors that were coming to like, I guess, do something in the home, do, yeah, do, do, you know, maybe demolish it. It was yeah. abandoned, whatever they were coming to do in the home. The contractors went in the home and they found her um, decomposing body and she had tape covering her nose and mouth. And, you know, he had tied like a jacket. I'm assuming he strangled her with like her jacket. Um, and so that was her cause of death. And this house was actually just a little over a half a mile from where he lived with his mother. So very close to his house. He's doing all this in a very small radius like not even bothering to get in the car and drive him a little farther out but now it makes me curious about what is like the landscape of what like orange county new jersey or something mm -hmm. because it's i think it's just orange oh sorry maybe it is orange county but i just I kept seeing orange it doesn't matter i don't know we know what we're talking about <laughs> orange whatever new jersey mm -hmm. um it just makes me curious well i'm used to counties because whatever mm -hmm. it doesn't matter anyway whatever orange um is Basically, it just makes me like, what is like the landscape of it? Because I know in a lot of like more populated or like major metropolitan cities, like uh, like Baltimore has a real problem, but like abandoned homes. So you will. So it is not super uncommon to find a body in the abandoned like row house in, um, in Baltimore, mm -hmm. as well as like, I mean, DC is Girl. more populated nowadays. So it's not, you know, it still happens. But as well as like Detroit, places like that, like it's not, how do I say, it? it's not going to make the news if yeah. you found a. A body in a... Especially if someone is like a sex worker or something, it probably will not make like the Channel 5 news. Girl, that, that Baltimore is serious with it. Those houses, like... Remember when we went to get them crossed? No, I, I do. That's what I was about to say. No, Baltimore is like... No, it really is... It really is a different world. And I feel like you forget because like you live like so close in proximity. But every time like I meet people like not from the area and I'm like talking about... Because Taylor did live in Baltimore for a little while. So mm -hmm. I used to be over there. I but anyways, whenever you talk to people about who are from the area, like it's when I really remember that Baltimore is like one of the top five like something cities in the United States like crime. That's a high murder rate. Too. Yeah. It's, I think it's better now. I don't know what number it falls. But I know at one point... It might not even be top five anymore. But at one point it was up there. And I feel like the more you start to just try to like run errands around Baltimore and just really start to live your death, like the more I was there, the more of the day to day, you really start to see Cause I remember, well, Taylor could tell her, I could tell it, but Go ahead. <laughs> I just remember literally like one day, I think it was like summer or something, like we really, really wanted some crabs. And first things first, like we get in the crab line, the crab line's crazy. Like I never even seen a seafood restaurant where they literally have a turnstable to turn you bulletproof glass literally and, and they take ebt how are you taking ebt for crab legs <laughs> and they like you have to turn the turnstile to get like the crab i say for carryout but i've never seen crab served where you like gotta spin the merry-go-round to get your crabs <laughs> they won't even hand and it to you and yeah. we parked my car out there and we're walking back to my car this is a row of abandoned houses and then lo and behold somebody got their crabs and walked straight into an abandoned house <laughs> <laughs> like not as like no power no nothing like no window no knock just open just right next to my car just open the door and their main priority was crabs, crabs. 
that shit was crazy. Like we got on Uber, we were like, oh yeah, let's just get this crab place. It's it's about ten minutes. It was away. close. Let's it was go. Close. It's, yeah, yeah, it wasn't even ten. I felt it was like five to seven minutes. We're, like, we're like, boom, let's go. You you make a few wrong turns in Baltimore. Baby, Absolutely. I, like I said, everyone says is Baltimore is a street by street, even block by block is Baltimore. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's a whole different part of the day about why people actually end up having to live in abandoned houses. But again, because of Baltimore, so many people like occupy but don't occupy those abandoned houses. It really is not like I said, it would not make the national news or not national, the local news if a body was found in one of those homes. It wouldn't yeah. really be any, like here. Like in a more suburban part of Maryland or a more affluent area of D.C., mm-hmm. it definitely would make news mm-hmm. if there was an abandoned. Because um, there still are places in D.C. that are remotely abandoned, but it definitely would make the news. Yeah. Versus like Baltimore, Detroit, so it makes me just wonder like what really is like I don't know this area like where really nobody because like if, like finding two that's a, that's a lot. It is, yeah. But maybe, like you said, maybe it was kind of like a city mm-hmm. like that. Um, maybe like a Baltimore where it's common for abandoned houses to be and people to be in there, people to be drug addicts, tax workers, things like that. Yeah. It might be a common occurrence to the point where they just kind of blew it off. But yeah, it probably is, though, to be honest, though, because I feel like, not probably is, but it most likely is, I feel like, because maybe if there are so many abandoned homes that mm-hmm. you can go like, Two houses over abandoned, four houses over one's abandoned, like mm. every tenth house is abandoned, mm-hmm. then yeah, they probably find some in those homes like often. Yeah. Um, so they find her body and then they're still not, you know, we haven't connected the dots yet. Like they're still unsure of like what's going mm-hmm. on or things of that nature. So Khalil actually has a surviving victim, uh, which I feel like put the nail in the coffin for his case mm-hmm. eventually. Um, he has a, a victim. Her name was Tiffany Taylor. And uh, Tiffany Taylor was a sex worker. She was several months pregnant. Um, I, some said two months, some said four months, whatever, doesn't matter. She was pregnant. And she, she actually put out the ad for like sex. And apparently she knew him from before mm. she had like stolen money from him oh god yeah exactly so apparently she had like stolen money from him during an encounter before or mm. something like that and um but when she put out the ad she didn't like recognize him i guess because they just she deals with i guess probably yeah. a lot of people or whatever so she didn't really recognize that that was the same dude so he responded to her ad and saying like I don't know. What what the fuck do you say in a sex work? Girl available. Get pussy tonight. I don't know. I don't know. What do you you post? He responded to her ad. um, And uh, they talked back and forth for a little while where they agreed to meet at basically like a corner, like a store. Mm -hmm. She met him there and she said he had on like a ski mask and uh, gloves. This is November 15th. He had on a ski mask and gloves. But she said that he was saying like it was cold. It was November. So he was just basically like, oh yeah, I'm real cold or whatever. And she didn't think anything of it. Um, and so they get in the car and she was driving actually. So he gets into her car and they're driving around, I guess, trying to find some place to go. And he asked her to turn down like a side street so he could get out and use the bathroom because he had to pee. So when he gets out and uses the bathroom, uh, well, when she pulls over and he pretends to get out and use the bathroom, that's when he hits her in the back of the head and like knocks her out. 
in the car, mm-hmm. right? So she says she goes unconscious and then she wakes up a little while later and he is like raping, raping her and strangling her in the back of this car. Um, so she said at that point she was going in and out of consciousness and then he put handcuffs on her um, and, you know, kept strangling her. And she said that he put duct tape on her mouth as well. Um, and I guess they said that she said they drove around. The reason that they weren't able to get like a, a motel or something is because they didn't have IDs, whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's why they were still, you know, driving around at that point. So at that point, he puts the duct tape over her mouth and she said that he was just, you know, doing whatever he was doing, fiddling around in the car, raping her some more, doing whatever. And she said she was she was like sweating because she was like nervous and getting so upset and breathing hard that the duct tape started to come off right so she said at that point she started talking to him and was like hey i left my cell phone because she because she was at a motel room before okay. too because she was um i guess homeless and she was staying there with like a friend that she said was a guy um a friend it sounds like a pimp but whatever we don't know so she was staying at a hotel a motel room with someone else and she basically told him like hey you don't want to kill me. Like I left my phone in the motel room and it has all of our text messages and all of your information and everything on there. And if they, if I go missing, they're going to see my phone. Mm -hmm. So like, and she also told him that the person she was staying in the motel room with basically splitting the cost was like an older man and he had some money. So basically she was like, I'll go in there and like, you can come and like, basically I guess hit him up for some money and he'll give you some money. Like and, a ransom or something? Yeah. Basically like go in there and be like, give me some money, old man. Like if you want me to like give her back or just whatever. So mm-hmm. she was basically like, it's an older man. You'll be able to overpower him. You know, you can get some money for him from him. And also all of our text messages and our correspondence, cause they had been talking for like a while. They had talked more than once. Mm-hmm. So she was like, all of our correspondence is in there. So you don't want me to go missing. They're going to see that and they're going to come straight to you. She's smart. So he goes, yeah, you're right. She's very smart. Yeah, very smart. yeah. So yeah, because if if in fact the man in the room was her pimp or something or mm-hmm. someone who she or even just you know somebody she was like genuinely friends with, um, it's really smart to like mm-hmm. bring him back to a place where there literally is going to be another man there. Mm-hmm. So. And I couldn't find out if the man was actually an old man or if she just said that she to like, said that yeah, I don't think it was an older man. I think it was a man more her age. Mm-hmm. So she um, convinces him to take her back to the apartment and at, or the motel. Sorry, it was a motel. As she's, he's driving her back, she said she's double jointed. So she was able to get out of one of the handcuffs, but she didn't tell him. Right. So she kept, the, kept her hand behind there. Yeah. So she's just pretending, pretending. So they get to the motel. He, she walks ahead of him to like, you know, I guess say she's going to open the door. And then once she gets to the room, she hurry up and run and open the door and slams it behind her. Right. And so he's pissed. So he starts banging on the door. Bang, 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 bang. And then she did actually have a friend in the, in the motel. And so she was telling them what had just happened to her. And they're like, what? Like, she's like, yeah. And so he wouldn't stop banging. And I guess the motel had like a, um, like blinds like a, a door like a window with blinds where you could open it and so she said she opened the blinds and she showed him like that she had got out of the handcuffs yeah. and then she said he just turned around and ran away after she showed him that she was out of the handcuffs yeah yikes so of course they called the police mm-hmm. Ooh, i need to show you this tape after because it is infuriating like this police tape is like this body cam footage i'm just like what the f- what do you mean they just didn't really believe her like they just blew her off didn't take her seriously so they called the police the police comes to the motel and she was telling him i got 
kidnapped. I got in the car with this guy and he um, duct taped me and he like ha- like held me hostage. The police officer was like, you let him duct tape you? Why would I let You let him handcuff you? I'm like, clearly I did not let him duct tape me because if I was into it, sir, you wouldn't be here right now. Right. Why would I be calling the police if I allowed him to duct tape me out of some like kink or something? Why would I be calling you? Please be broke. What the fuck? So he was just like, oh, where where were you? And he, she was like, we're in the car. He's like, well, you know, what were you doing in the car? Just basically like not even, he didn't even have a pen and paper. Like I said, he wasn't oh, even taking notes. Yeah, he wasn't even taking notes. Like I'm like, bro, like what the hell? Like he, and she said that she felt bad and she felt embarrassed because you can see it on the footage. She was like, I could tell like how he was treating mm-hmm. me and how he was dealing with me. He just was like, okay. It's another prostitute. Like he was blowing me off, and oh, I could yeah. tell he was blowing me off, and it made me feel even worse, and it made me feel embarrassed, and I just didn't know where to go from there, because mm-hmm. it, you know, they're always like, call the police. He's like, well, I did, and he's talking about why you let him duct tape you. I didn't let him duct tape me, idiot. Like I'm telling you, this man is like, he tried to kill me. He tried to kill me. Like, and I guess they do get and end up getting like the information and things like that. But like I said, they blew her off. They didn't believe her, and. Because they didn't, he actually was able to get another victim after she came forward with the police, had all his information, they had corresponded on the chat. After they questioned him the first time about the girl that he set on fire, they still didn't go pick him up. I don't know how they're not connecting the dots because they're like, we questioned this man before about another body. Then this woman comes forward, that was strangled. Then this woman comes forward and says, he tried to strangle me and kill me. And you still don't have enough to apprehend this man? That's what I was afraid of, is is literally that. Because I think that happened in another case, like the yes. big stinky case. Like, there also <laughs> was a survivor. And I think that, I think she was the one that finally set it off. But he had been questioned multiple times before, prior to, like, a woman barrel rolling out of his car. <laughs> um, so this is kind of, like, very similar. Like, you literally have someone saying, this is literally what happened to me. Like, I literally have texts. I have all this information. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool and all, but you know, you'd be having sex for money, so we can't really talk to you. Right. <laughs> like, exactly. Those things, I think it's like, it's, it's weird because I think that in a perfect world, like, I mean, we already know that, like, there are flawed cops, but I feel like there needs to be, like, I don't know how to say it. I feel like there needs to be this, like, class or where it's like, just so you know, like, if you're a police officer, you have to protect every citizen, like, not the citizens you like. I feel like it's kind of like a case where, like, same with president, where I feel like there's certain presidents and they, like, only want to protect the citizens who they like or have similar views. But, like, when you sign into a police officer, like, a public servant, like, you can't just take care of, like, the people you like. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in this case, like, in a lot of times you see these cases, it's like, police have their own opinions about a lot of them because I think police are male, which is weird because I feel like more men don't have empathy for sex workers, but they are often the consumer. Wanting, yes, yeah, wanting that, that they are the market that is demanding sex workers, but they really don't have the empathy. So, like I said, when a sex worker or someone with an unfavorable, like, I don't know, career path or how you choose to make money comes to them, mm-hmm. they write them off. And it, it really shouldn't be like that. Like, it should have, however, the guy they got in that situation shouldn't really mean anything. Like, somebody broke the law. And that's all that matter. Like, if you care so much, sure, like, lock her up for prostitution. But at the same time, you do have to take her complaint, like, seriously. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, and it's like, that's so ridiculous. It's just so ridiculous because it's like, okay, yes, I have sex for money. But I just told you, this man tried to kill yeah. me. And what do you think is worse in the grand scheme of things? Right. Like, and it's for like, real. It's like, like, state to state. It's not <laughs> happening state to state. It's happening in this one isolated area. And you literally have a survivor. It's like, 
I guess maybe because people do different cases, mm-hmm. stuff doesn't click quick enough. Because for me, I'm always like, I wonder why there's not this light bulb moment. But I guess they take it back to the station, and probably because he didn't care, he wasn't like, hey, are there any similar, anybody heard anything like this, right? I feel like he probably didn't even bring it up, so nobody's like, oh yeah, two other people definitely died almost the same way. Like, Yeah, and this was a relatively short time frame. Like you said, I think sometimes stuff just gets lost in the sauce, so mm-hmm. to speak, like, you got the files over here, you got these files over here, and then you got this one over here, and then it just never quite connects right. quick enough. I mean, if it goes on long enough, yes, mm-hmm. but that, but if it goes on too long, then you got all these victims. And this was a relatively relatively short time period. It was from August 2016 to November 2016. So, yeah. so a relatively short um, time period that he was doing all of this. So because they didn't want to believe my good sis, Tiffany Taylor, he was able to then lure um, Sarah Butler, age 20, on November 22nd, 2016. So unlike his other victims, Sarah Butler was not a sex worker. Uh, she was actually a college student and she was a dancer, came from a really nice family. And it's like, yeah, nigga, you fucked up. Um, so she was a college student and she was actually home, coming home uh, for Thanksgiving uh, because she was at New Jersey City University and she was coming home to um, like another part of Jersey to spend Thanksgiving with her family who loved her dearly. She had a sister, siblings, mom, dad, great family. So she wasn't a sex worker, but it was weird because they got on this and I'm like, I guess I could see this happening. Apparently there used to be this or maybe there still is this dating site called Tagged. Have you ever heard of it? No. I'm Me old. neither. Yeah, they said that it kind of like fizzled out once Tinder became popping. But at one point, it was just like a dating app to meet people. And it's I like guess Grinder, like Tags, like I don't. It's know like it's, it's like Tinder. Oh, because it's the name Tags. It kind of like sounds well, not sounds like grinder reminds me of grinder you know how grinder is like location based mm-hmm. i feel like maybe i don't know i just it I, was no it was location okay based. so yeah. yeah because she was she was on there because i guess she was kind of lonely at university mm-hmm. you go off to college oh, yeah. you don't you leave your own you don't know anybody there so she was basically on there to try to meet people friends guys you know guys that you know that she might like things like that things you do in college when you're 20 mm-hmm. so she was on there and khalil sent her a message and he basically asked her was she trying to make money and it's it was so funny because um they have the text the the messages he's so stupid it's like a whole paper trail they have messages he's like oh you trying to make money and she said she said look i'm not with the credit card scam (laughs) oh my (laughs) he was like no me neither um i'm talking about money for sex like can i pay you money for sex Mm -hmm. and she was like oh wow like what how much money are you offering right it's so weird because i'm like for someone who didn't like even her family said this was very out of character so for someone who doesn't do that for her to just decide that i'm gonna give it a go randomly is like was something else going on that's a like, shocking though to me that that is a bit shocking to me as mm-hmm. well um were her parents like giving her like did she ever want for like you know probably they probably interviewed the parents but is she was she ever wanting for anything in college like was she a struggling college student i mean probably but not anything outside of the regular college experience I mean, yeah like if i was like even if i was like hungry i still 
Well, I had, I had, I always had a job. Um, so I feel like if I was hungry, I would just go work some more shifts in that situation. Mm -hmm. I don't think, I think that like selling my body might've been like the last, like, um, like the, the last of the last, like it's kind of, I'm not doing it. It would, it would have had to been, to be realistic, it would have probably had to be an addiction. Mm -hmm. Um, so I I don't want to put that on that young lady. Um, but if I was talking about myself when I was in college, I would have probably been fighting some type of addiction if I was in a snap of a second, like talking to a guy on dating site, and he's like, "Well, I'll pay you forty dollars," and I'm like, forty dollars? You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's- well, here's the thing. She was like, she asked him how much he offering. He said, "How much do you want?" And she said, five hundred dollars. She had a number, so I don't know what's up with that. Well, five hundred dollars is a lot. It's a lot of money, and <laughs> not as both. Yeah, no, that's the amazing thing. Alexa, I don't know if she was fighting addiction or if she was just joking around. But I'm, I'm alluding. She, I'm guessing she met up with them because she did. It sounds like she's a victim or a yeah, victim. She to did. Be. She followed through. She met but, up with. But that's that. wild though because five hundred dollars is definitely, in my opinion, not sex worker numbers. Um, or maybe I'm, I'm not. I mean, for I full know. sex, five hundred. That seems low. That's that's low. I thought that was high. Well, I'm not a sex worker. Well, what do they usually get paid? Like 40 bucks? I don't think it's 40 I'm not giving bucks. up no pussy it's for 40 It's not 40 bucks. bucks. I'm need at least a thousand. I don't, I'm, I'm going to be real real with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be really real with you. I don't think, I think maybe and like. And I still wouldn't do it. I don't know, I feel like in 2021 with like instagram because mm-hmm. someone broke it down to me a long time ago and i was heartbroken mm-hmm. that a lot of the women nothing nothing's nothing wrong with it um but a lot of the women on instagram who like not a how do i say it, a number of them actually are like high class escorts, high oh, class I'm hip. escorts. I'm hip. Yeah. so um nothing's anything wrong with sex work escorting whatever like get that money girl especially you probably making more than me so <laughs> there's nothing wrong with it um but i feel like it was just a bubble that was bursted for me because like how are they living these lives and someone told me like they're oh fucking. no they're like they're escorts they just they just don't come eat dinner like they're they're escorts um so i feel like in in 2021 maybe it is a thousand dollars for pussy right and inflation's like out of this world <laughs> Inflation. So, so it, no, everything's inflation, bro. So maybe it is, but I, I really didn't think it was like even anywhere close to five hundred dollars a pussy. I really didn't, cause um, I did know somebody who did used to pay for sex. I didn't really know them. I knew them like through a friend of a friend, and they were not paying five hundred dollars. Do sex. I know this person? Huh? Do I know? No, them? I was like, but you don't okay. know. Them. But yeah, okay. I knew somebody. I just I knew a guy whose roommate uh, would uh, pay okay. for sex. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm sure, like you said, I'm sure it does this depend on like the caliber of who you're getting. Because, like you said, if you want Bernice Burgos. Which don't, I don't think don't, she don't, is. Don't, okay. I say don't sue me, ma'am. I'm not saying you're a sex worker. Yeah, I'm just know. saying if you want someone like pop Instagram popping, like popular, yeah. semi-famous, if in theory, allegedly, she was escorted, and I'm not saying she is, then you are going to pay a pretty penny for her as opposed oh, yeah. to like the crackhead on the street above Oh, yeah. Me. Like, I feel like the Instagram girls are probably way more than a mm-hmm. thousand. They probably have to bring bags by the dinner. Like, <laughs> it, it, they're probably making a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. You're not going to pay $75. <laughs> <laughs> you kiss that goodbye but no when i used to work i feel like we're going ham on baltimore when i used to work in baltimore um they used to be prostitutes all the time and the thing and it was like i used to work at like they it was school based i didn't mm-hmm. work in the school but in one of the schools they had they had signs all over like where the kids are sex work is illegal sex work is illegal you can get fined this i'm like the kids is on the playground two steps away and they and they didn't give a fuck like they'll walk up to your car and just you know, they peeking in. They never said nothing to me because, like, I'm a woman. So their, I guess they stayed. Yeah. I'm not the demographic. But one of my coworkers said that one of them opened his car door. 
Oh, that's awesome. I mean, yeah, it, just, it was like, hey, so I'm sure if you, if somebody like that, she'd probably be like $10. Oh, yeah, if you're in a, not $10, that also <laughs> is not the going rate for pussy, blowjob, anything. $10 is not the rate of any. But I think, yeah, if you're in a rough situation where you're like, because a lot of those places you, you can pay like nightly for motels, which yes. actually when you do the math is more so normally like more expensive than rent. But it's, it's just, some people don't have the consistent money every day, so they do the day by day. Um, but yeah, sometimes like, it's like if you need to make a hundred and something dollars by the end of the night, yeah, you are going to be a bit aggressive. Like any salesperson, you are going to really try to find somebody, you know, you're going to give me that money. Want some pussy? Um, but no like that <laughs> I feel like nobody wants like desperate pussy. So I feel like it's, there's still a lore to it. I feel like there's still a bit of, you know. But I mean, Sarah, but the thing is, Sarah was not this. Sarah was not that. Like, was Very like, interesting. She that was a is... college student and yeah, and that was, this one was the weirdest one to me because I just can't wrap my mind around they, why she would do it. Did they check the text? Like, did, not yes. the text. Because the part was like, maybe he did, I don't know, dude. Like, so I, I can't even make it make sense. But that that's very interesting. I don't want to say like, oh, she was struggling with addiction. But I can't, and 20 years old is like, to be honest, like 20 is like prime, man. Mm-hmm. Like at 20. You can get a nigga to get you some shit. I'm yeah. saying, like, you, it, it's basically giving itself away, man. Mm-hmm. Like, Literally, like I said, you could be a 20-year-old female hamburger and people will be trying to take you out to dinner. Like, I'm so serious. So the, fa- the fact that she hamburger. was... Huh? I said not a hamburger. A rock. It really does not matter. Like, if you're a 20 female and you got it down there, somebody <laughs> wants somebody wants to take you out. So that that's really shocking that she was like... And $500, like I said, that's... I mean, I could use $500, but am I going to fuck for $500? Especially when I have, like, a family and, like, a, you know what I mean? No. No, I'm not. I'm, not. I'm curious, like, like I said, he, I wonder, like, was this tell a story? I'll, I'll figure out what happens. Okay. So, um, she, like I said, they met on tag. In previous conversations, they were talking, and they he offered her $500. She accepted. And so, she actually um, decided to go through with it on November 22nd. Um, so she was, like I said, she was staying at her parents' house. She took the family van, went to go meet him. And that's when she disappeared. And it's crazy and it's eerie because when she texted him, like he asked her, will you spend the night at my house for the $500? Like I want like all night companionship or whatever. And she was like, yeah. And then she was like, well, wait, you're not a serial killer. Are you? Is what she asked him. And he was just kind of like, ah, no, that type of shit. But he was so I'm like it's eerie that she would because it's like damn I felt like she had like an inkling like mm-hmm. maybe this isn't the best idea but nobody ever thinks they're gonna get serial killed I and guess nobody. I yeah, mean I, I've but, said that in joking before too yeah I mean like just to even like I've said to people in person I'm gonna be already talking to like oh you're not a serial killer like mm-hmm. just at parties just to mm-hmm. be like oh I'm not gonna give my number you serial killer yeah like just shit like that so I really that like I said people say it but no one really thinks anyone's a serial killer but I am still kind of on the fact that she even was like trying to get with him because now I have another thought right all the thoughts when I was in college in my 20s People were trying to get sugared because, like I said, when you're a 20 year old and you're like, I said, 20, not sugared, man, huh? I said, sugared. That's the word, sugared. sugared. Oh, it is. Yeah, oh, okay. sugared. Trying to get sugared. <laughs> and people don't know, like, if you have a sugar daddy, like, you get sugared, like, you're okay. sugared. Okay. It's cool. like the verb of sugared. receiving the sugar. Okay. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Take it as you will. But like I said, when I was in college, when you are like 21, like dead ass, like. You get a lot of attention being 21. Like, even when I used to go to bars, and I feel like they would overhear the bouncers, like, happy birthday or something like that. Like, you, there's, like, a mob of men who are solely fascinated because of how young you are. So when I was in college, I did have, like, 
like close female friends who were really for trying to get sugar like who were going on like dates and getting sugared but yeah so i feel like it kind of was like normalized like i don't think it's super common for college girls to do it but it is not also super uncommon for college girls to be going on dates so maybe she mm-hmm. had friends at college who were like oh girl go do it like i i do it too like because mm-hmm. i did i didn't know people were facts who were actually being sugared so yeah that's true they could have been like girl he said he'll give you five hundred dollars oh yeah he, he probably got money like if you do this he'll probably pay some pay some of your bills do this do that so it could have been that and people have tips and tricks i remember when i was at college there were girls who were like well like, they would tell you all the tips like oh well, you should ask for this like there are people who really knew how to do it so probably she was like oh girl you don't believe the text i got and maybe her friends were like well if you don't want to sleep with them do this 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 like yeah i'm just i'm just trying to like really vouch for this girl because it's so confusing like i really don't understand what would really motivate her but whatever yeah um so she meets up with him and then as you can imagine, she goes missing. Uh, she never comes back. Her family the next day when she didn't return turn home became very alarmed. And at first, like when she didn't come home that night, they didn't think that much of it. Because, you know, college, they thought maybe she stayed out with her friends or spent the night at their friend's house, as you do mm-hmm. when you're young. Um, and so, But then as the day went on and they're trying to call her and she's not answering, that's when they were like, this is um, unusual. Like, this is abnormal. Right, so they call the police, report her to the police, report her as a missing person to the police, and um, that doesn't, you know, turn up any whatever. Like they just are like, okay, you know, noted. We're gonna put her in as yeah. a missing persons, of course. They hadn't found her body yet, so you know, and she's grown. And I think I feel like that is the kind of like the tricky part when people report their adult children mm-hmm. to the police because it's not like reporting a five year old. It's like you're, I'm reporting my 20-year-old daughter, and then the police basically, most of the times, from what I'm gathered, will say, "Well, your 20-year-old daughter can go where she wants to go." Like, yeah, they you can't. can't bring them yeah, back. yeah, I can't. I can't make her come back. And then they have to try to explain to them, like, "No, I don't think it was voluntary." Yeah. And they're like, "Well, what if it was? I can't make her come back." You know, that's like. So mm. then it's just like a circle of yeah. of bullshit, basically. Um, so, uh, her sister actually, and this is how he was caught. This is the craziest shit, right? So, they did find her body on December 1st, right? And it was found at a place called Eagle Rock Reservation. And uh, it was basically in the woods. The only one who wasn't in an abandoned house, right? Mm. So, we're not in a house anymore. We're in the woods. Um, And so, just like his other victims, she was strangled uh, with a piece of clothing and things like that. So, her sister decides she's going to take matters into her own hands she has, I guess, her sister's passwords to things. My sister has my passwords to things. So yeah. That's not, yeah, that's not super uncommon. So she logged in to her accounts, you know, basically starts snooping to try to understand, like, where was she going that night? Where was, and the thing is, she was with, like, she was at home. And her sister was like, I regret to this day because I heard her talking on the phone. And, like, I wanted to ask her, like, who are you talking to? But, like, I, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I just didn't. And I regret it because maybe if... I had asked her she would have been honest and I would have maybe said like girl I don't think that's a good yeah, idea don't do type it, yeah. thing um, but she didn't ask her she, but she kind of peeped I guess a little bit that like she may be talking to a dude but she was just like I'm gonna let her rock whatever so her sister gets on her um, her account starts going through all the stuff and finds her messages with him on tagged why she catfished this nigga 
So that happened. Isn't there like another documentary where someone did the same thing? Probably. Like, I've heard this before, but I think it was like, it's a little different. Um, mm-hmm. It's like on Netflix. But yeah, I've, I've heard this before. Mm-hmm. But she, she catfished so she made somebody a fa- oh, Yeah, she okay, made a right, fake right. profile okay, on okay. Tagged and asked to like meet up with him because she saw the uh, messages mm-hmm. about sex, money, blah, 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 whatever. So she made a fake account, messaged him, uh, found a place to meet up with him as if like she was uh, another woman willing to meet up for sex mm-hmm. or stuff like that that he wanted to murder and then when he went to meet he fell for it when yeah. he went to meet her they sent the police and that's how he eventually got arrested and apprehended and I'm like the police should be goddamn ashamed of themselves they should because it's been months and months and months and y'all did not catch this guy and it took her sister catfishing him literally just making a social media profile to catch him y'all could have did that months ago Wow. y'all could have did that months ago that's actually crazy y'all had the messages y'all had the license plates y'all had all the y'all had questioned him you brought him into the station and he just confessed like when they got him he was just like yeah. no he said he pled not guilty he still he's still maintaining his innocence to this day <laughs> Why do people do that? <laughs> I think that's like I said, not to talk about, I mean, I talk about mental time. And that's just the arrogance of it. They're like, I don't understand. So that's how people can maintain their innocence. Like it's, it's you. Like you did it. You did like, it. The one lady is a whole like survivor. And I wonder if she went to like and testify. She like, did. Yeah, she it's did. Him. Like, so it's like, sir. And she's like, it's like, they're like, are you sure this doesn't make, she's like, I am 100. I would not forget the man who kidnapped Rape me, strangle me. It's him. Yeah, I should say I'm one hundred percent sure that it is him. I'm one hundred percent sure. And he's like, nah. He, you know, he said this nigga said I was framed. <laughs> he said, I guess was, he, he he thought because of social media stuff he might be able to get away with it, but no. He said he was framed. So no, he pled not guilty to all the charges. Um, he did go through a trial, which I when like he said when people do that, I'm like, not only is that annoying especially when all this evidence is stacked stop wasting people's time but to me it's disrespectful because now you're making all these people's families and all these victims now they have to go relive this they have to go talk about it again all when everybody knows you're going to be found guilty we know you did it just 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 stop like don't make these people relive this and go through this all over again there's no need but when you're a sociopath, I guess you don't think about that. People's feelings and how their parents are going to have to come testify no. and how their parents are going to have to hear the gory details of the murder. Yeah, no. If you would just just confess, then they wouldn't have to hear all that. They wouldn't have to do all that. And then the lady who survived, if you would just confess, she wouldn't have to come up here and recount her whole story and be traumatized all over again. But you want to be a dick and say, I didn't do it. We all know you did it. It's in your phone. It's in your tracking. It's in the cell towers. It's in your messages. It, there's a victim who survived. Right. She identified you. Victim. She identified you. What the hell is wrong with people? I'm still. I'm still. A lot of it still is like hell? so much who blah to me. I still don't know where that girl went. Like that. That probably is like always. Piece, I that one was with me for a while because I still have no idea why she would. Like I said, maybe her friend did make it normalize it, but I also feel like. That just don't make no sense. Like, but I mean, I sense. can't even put that on her friends because what I like, like I said, she was on there from what I gathered because she didn't have very many friends in mm. in the new university. So she was trying to meet people. So like you said, it just doesn't make she doesn't fit the profile of the rest of his victims. Definitely but, not. So the rest were sex workers. Yeah. So now we know what they were doing. I mean, maybe but her was she was not. Yeah, that that that's a hard one because yeah, like even like I said, like I I moved away. 
I was lonely in the area. But if somebody would have like messaged me and been like, oh, but you know, I'm really trying to meet it for sex, I wouldn't have gone. Like no. as, as lonely as I was, I've been like, I'll just spend the weekend alone. Like I don't need to. <laughs> I don't need to spend it with you. Like yeah, I don't know that one, but that ultimately was his undoing because he was she wasn't. You know, she didn't fit the profile of everybody else. And she did have a strong family unit mm-hmm. who was like, oh, fuck no. Like, I'm looking at my sister's phone. I'm looking at her computer. I'm looking, you know, I'm going to look and see. And everything was right there. Like, it was, uh, he, he was leaving paper trails all over the place. So, that's how he got caught. And he actually was sentenced. Um, he pled not guilty, but he got uh, convicted. He got charged guilty on all his charges, I think, like, yeah over 10 charges and he got 160 years in jail so good good riddance there's that right yeah good riddance um so he's in prison still to this day he's still alive and um he's sitting down there in jail still saying that he was framed and to this day yeah to this day yeah so (laughs) to this day he swears he was framed and it wasn't him we all know it was him but hey that's his story and he's sticking to it well he can stick to it in jail yeah um Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I like that episode, but it also rattled me. I'm currently rattled. Oh, because of the last girl? Yeah. 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 I don't know what to say. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was weird. I don't... Even when I read that, I was like, well, that's random. Like, that's like you said, most normal college girls like i said the rest of them were sex workers not there's nothing wrong with being a sex worker but sex worker but we can piece it together they do sex for work he hired them sex right. for work then he murdered them boom done but her it's like why would you agree to that like why would you like what was it that made you maybe she was interested maybe she was just in, interested in sex work and we're thinking too far so into that's it. so maybe right. we're thinking so too much I think, I, said, I think we are thinking too much because yeah. there are people who like like, I feel like we all know with OnlyFans nowadays. There are oh, people yeah. who do that. I feel like we shame it so much. They were almost like, why would someone want to do it? Like, some people genuinely, it's the career path for them. Mm-hmm. So maybe she did, but I guess maybe there's a whole separate side of her we didn't know about. Where mm-hmm. she was, you know, someone offers, she likes to do it, so whatever. Um, but yeah, for it to be like, it makes it kind of seem like out of the blue she decided to do sex work. But maybe it wasn't like that. Like, maybe it was something that intrigued her. Like, I said, the way she liked to make money. So, maybe it wasn't the first time she had gone about this. Yeah. But. But it's like, it's something that people will never know. Because her family said, obviously, and they wouldn't. Her family is like, we had no, like, that. Mm-hmm. It was shocking to them, of yeah, course. I bet. Yeah. So, they're like, we have no idea where this came from. We have no idea what what that was about or anything. And it sucks because, you know, they'll never know because of, you know, what had happened to her. But, yeah. So, there's him. That's Khalil Wheeler Weaver. I hope you guys liked it. I liked it. I'm still kind of shook it, but don't be shook it. All right, you guys. So there it is. Reach out to us on Instagram. We're Cognac Conspiracy. I keep. Oh my god. Yep. Every time I get to the just end, edited, just okay. I am. Every time I get to the end, I'm like, I should have done it in the beginning, but whatever. We're Cognac Conspiracies on Instagram. We're Cognac Conspiracies at gmail.com. And we will be back for another week. Reach out. Let us know what you thought. See you guys later. Bye. Bye.